Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. Today's message title is called Words. Um, It's interesting because there have been many words that have come to my mind this week with challenges and things that I've, I've dealt with. And I want you to know before I dig into the word of God, I'm giving you this message not because I'm perfect. I'm giving you this out of brokenness. The Lord has convicted me about the words of my mouth this week. The Lord has spoke to me about things that I have had the casualty before in my mind of of saying that no longer is a casualty that I have. When God starts to move, and we talked about this last week, we talked about unity. And then I asked God, what's the second part of what you want to say to the church? And he said, tell them to watch their speech and watch their confession because it matters. A double-minded person receives nothing from God. We have the ability, it says in Proverbs 18, verse 21. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there. I'm going to read it out of the New Living, and I'm going to read it out of the NIV. Before I do that, I want to ask everybody to fasten your seatbelts this morning. It's an uncomfortable message to deliver for a lot of reasons, mainly because I personally feel the conviction of the Lord. And as I read this, Scripture has really come alive to me this week, and I've realized I've got a lot of work ahead. But how many of you know, again, repentance is a beautiful thing as we journey this together. We're, at this church, we're all about that because it's really the start. It's not the finish. It doesn't mean you're dirty. It means you're clean. That's the purpose of it. When you go into a shower, you don't expect to come out dirty. I hope you all use soap. I said that last week. That's, that's the purpose of a shower. Well, that's the purpose of repentance. It's a shower. It's an internal shower. And you come out clean when you use the soap of the word of the Lord. There's a cleansing that happens. But in Proverbs 18, verse 21 out of the New Living, it says, The tongue can bring death or life, and those who love to talk will reap the consequences. If you're an extrovert, you've got an outgoing personality, you're probably going, oh my. If you're an introvert, I want to speak to the introverts, too, because many times introverts go, okay, well, I guess this message is for the extroverts. You know what? There are those of us who talk too much, and there are those of us who don't talk enough. Either one doesn't please the Lord. Because when God says, say it, you better say it. It's like those prophetic words I just released. I have an opportunity, and I'll pour to. It's a Latin word. When the tide rises two times a day back in the, in the old school days, ships could come in and out of port because the tide was high enough they wouldn't bottom out. That word, I'll pour to, it's a Latin word, and it mean, that's where we get the word opportunity. It's derived from that word. There's an opportunity today for each of us that if we would clean up this area, these words of our mouth, we could see the power of God operate, that we could see the supernatural. I need an amen from like three more people. That's good. I'm preaching better than y'all are hollering. I'm going to bring this out of you today. Kieran said to me on Wednesday night, man, it's hard, Pastor Kieran, it's hard to speak when they don't amen you. I need y'all to help me out a little bit. 
Proverbs 18, 21, I'll read it out of the NIV. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. In other words, what you sow, you will reap. I'm going to give you a lot of scripture today, but this is good. Proverbs 18, verse 6 out of the NIV. The lips of fools bring them strife, and their mouths invite a beating. How many of you driving on 485 can say amen? In other words, there's consequences for what comes out of our mouth, and they're good and bad consequences. Proverbs 15, verses 1 to 2, a gentle answer deflects anger. I need to work on that right now. I told you all a story about a couple weeks ago, a contractor, Liz and I just moved, and he cussed me out on the phone. I was recording the conversation because I I had a feeling it was going to go that way, and we were in a dispute, and I got cussed out, and I kept feeling the Lord say, diffuse the situation, diffuse the situation, diffuse the situation, own the moment. And as soon as I did, I felt the authority of the Lord come on me. I want to tell y'all, when you manage this, you get authority. It's what we just read. You, You gain authority when you manage this well. When you mismanage it, you lose authority. You can blow it. It's like when you get angry. The person who's in a conversation who doesn't emotionally have a blowout, they're the one who controls that conversation. When I argue with Liz, I try not to get hot under the collar because I know I'll win. <laughs> Joking. I never win. That's the first. Uh, the, understand, husbands, we never win. That's what winning looks like. That was, uh, you got, y'all can laugh. We can have fun here. It's okay. But a gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of a fool, I love this word, belches out foolishness. The scripture's funny. It just belches out foolishness. 1 Peter 3.10, for scripture says, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil, I'll add stupid to that, and your lips from telling lies. It's amazing how speech, I, guys, I'm giving you, by the way, just a portion. I was amazed when I was reviewing and researching how much scripture speaks to our speech. It's, I'm giving you just a small little amount this morning, just arming you with a little bit. Colossians 4 verse 6, let your conversation be always full of grace. Say full of grace. Grace, mercy, compassion, our response. We say this all the time, that it's kindness that leads them to repentance. So it's amazing how a gracious response will minister to somebody. I, I, the other, the, we were in the, I, I know I've talked a lot about our move because it's been the center of, of our lives. And I'm just giving you this as an example that hopefully will help you out. We were in the middle of moving Everything was going wrong with contractors, and it was very frustrating. So I, I did what I do, and I, I went to where, I, you know, I do like Holy Ghost drugs. It's called Starbucks. And I went through the drive-thru. I was all excited, like, I'm going to get me a coffee. I'm going to get me some peace, you know, because Hebrews is in the Bible. Um, can I get a witness, somebody out there? Yeah. 
went through the Starbucks window and the girl hands me my cup of coffee and I go through and I drive through and I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get into a good mood. And so I'm using this coffee to try to do this. I pull out of the drive-thru, I pick up the cup of coffee, and the lid is, Starbucks is having a lid problem with their cups, just FYI, if any of y'all go through, where they're not staying. I literally ended up with a latte all over my lap, all over my Jeep, it was everywhere, and I'm like, holy God, what is going on? It was just one of those days, I know y'all all have these moments, where it's like everything that could go wrong, goes wrong. And the Holy Spirit said, watch your confession. Watch your confession because it's going to shift your atmosphere. I was already having a bad day. Watch your confession because it'll shift your atmosphere. Here's what I want to tell you. Watch your confession because it'll shift your atmosphere. You could shift your atmosphere by the confession of your mouth. You go, I, I don't know about that. We give it a try. I mean, I could just wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Praise you, Jesus. Father, I love you. Just start singing and declaring the praises of God. It'll shift your atmosphere. Or start complaining. It'll keep you in the wilderness all day long. Minimally. It's amazing the confession of our mouth and how much this matters. Ephesians 4, verses 29 to 30. Do not any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. But only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. How many of you know we all have needs? That it may benefit those who listen. Verse 30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. So my speech can grieve God. With whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. That's powerful. It puts a whole new context on that. Because if, if, if my words can offend God, it can certainly offend others. Or it can build others up. So I talked about last week, are you offendable? But the question I want to ask you this week is, are you causing offense? Or are you a peacemaker? Because the Bible says, blessed is the peacemaker. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. Too much talk leads to sin. I could mic drop and just go home. We could all eat right now. Too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. But the scripture says it right there. It's kind of funny. I feel like God has a sense of humor in this. Too much talk leads to sin. Be be sensible and just shut up. Proverbs 15 verse 28. The heart of a godly thinks carefully before speaking. And the mouth of the wicked overflows with evil words. Wow. Jesus said this in Matthew 15 verse 11. If you feel shotgunned with scripture, it's because I'm giving it to you today. Jesus says this. It's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Yeah, just chew. Selah. Just chew on that for a minute. Watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut, Proverbs 21, verse 23 says. You'll stay out of trouble. I love this. What I love David. I could relate to David. In, in Psalms 141, verse 3, he says, Take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. That needs to be our daily prayer. Yeah. Father, take control of what I say and guard my lips. Every Sunday, you can ask Liz. She sits right there in the Jeep next to me. 
I pray this every single Sunday before I come into church. God, let me say everything you want me to say, nothing more and nothing less. It's important to know the proper ingredient of what God wants. If you put too much of an ingredient in something that you're cooking, it will not taste good. There's just the right amount. You got Emeril Lagasse. We used to watch him all the time. He's an Italian. How you doing? He's an Italian cook. A little garlic. Bam. You know, I, I have had too much garlic, though. And it stinks. I've had it. Some of you might disagree with that, but I promise you, you can have too much garlic. It comes pouring out of you, and everybody knows it. We got to be careful. The right ingredients, Lord, I want to say exactly what you want me to say. Titus Chapter 3, verses 1 to 2, I'm almost finished. Remind the people to subject, to be subject to the rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one. We're going to hit on this, to be peaceable and considerate and always to be gentle towards everybody. This is something the Lord is working on with me because I don't have a lot of mercy in me on a perfect day. On an imperfect day, it could get real weird. But I've asked the Lord to give me a heart of compassion and see what he sees in other people. Because you never know what somebody's going through. And you could wreck somebody by your inexcusable, flippant comment that you didn't even think through. Or you can make somebody. And in the church, I'm sick of seeing the church blast people because of careless speech. Scripture says, to whom much is given, much is required. We've got much that's given us as a church. We've got the word of God equipping us. What matters is not that you hear it, but that you apply legs to this, that you actually walk this out. You go, man, I, this, this is such a simple message. I mean, you know, religious spirits love to come at me with that. It's such a simple message. Well, you know, you ain't applying it, so it ain't that simple. Right? Yeah. I mean, show me, don't snow me. I don't care that you could hear scripture. Can you apply it? Yeah. I made a comment on Wednesday night. I thought Ashlyn was going to kill me. You remember, I said, those that can't do teach, she looked at me like, honey, I wasn't thinking about teachers in that moment. I was thinking about how I'm trying to like apply the stuff that I teach, you know, and she looked back at me like, I will cut you right now. <laughs> Jesus, I had to make things clear and they still want to be elders. It's amazing. But I mean, it, this is easy to read. It's easy to, to, to amen this, but to live this, especially when you're emotionally feeling what you feel. I feel like most of this walk is overcoming the emotion of what I feel and getting out of the flesh and into the spirit. Because how many of you, it's like this, this whole follow your heart. Don't follow your heart. The Bible says it's desperately wicked. It's the stupidest advice I've ever heard. Don't follow your heart. Follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. Your heart will lead you all kinds of weird places. And how many of you know half of us, our heart is, is wounded and broken and in bad shape? No, create in me a clean heart and renew in me a steadfast spirit. And for God's sake, Lord, please help me to shut up when I need to shut up. And, and choose carefully and wisely. Because Proverbs 12, verse 13 to 14, 
about your speech. The wicked are trapped by their own words, but the godly escape such trouble. I'm going to read that again. The wicked are trapped by their own words, but the godly have the ability to escape that. Why? Because wise words bring many benefits. And hard work brings great rewards. I'm working hard at this. <laughs> it's going to bring a great reward. So how do I do this? I, I suggest you wake up and you call on the Holy Ghost in the morning. Don't wait till the evening. Do it in the morning. For We all ask you to do it in the morning. You just, Holy Spirit, give me wisdom to know what to say to whom. That was proper English. Whom? I'm proud of myself. Not who, whom. Lord, whomever needs a word of encouragement. I want to I encourage you with this today, that there's words of prophecy. Some of you see things that you know somebody's going through just by the Spirit of, the God, of God. The Holy Ghost is speaking to you. You know, if you don't release a word that God gives you, that's disobedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. So don't skip over it when the Holy Ghost is showing you something that you need to say to somebody. Or maybe you notice something. Maybe you're at Starbucks and you see the barista struggling. Or you're at a restaurant. You see the waitress is struggling. Give them an encouraging word. Use your mouth. Listen, we're all a mouthpiece. I don't care who you are and I don't care if you're an introvert, an extrovert, or what your vert is. God wants to use you. God wants to speak through you. He's giving you a voice for a reason. Use it or lose it. Because you got a moment. But we need to get into the Holy Ghost and marinate in the presence of God and say, Lord, what do you want me to say today? Put somebody in my tracks that needs a word of encouragement. Somebody that, that feels like they, they, are, they, they are so far from the grace of God that I could show them how good God is. And that God sees you no matter what the situation and he loves you and he can snatch you up out of that. You know why the church isn't overflowing and there's not lines outside of here? And everybody's not coming early? It's because we're not talking about the goodness of God all week long. Because man, if we did, I believe there'd be lines outside this building. I believe there'd be lines outside every church. We, church. There's not enough churches in Charlotte when the harvest comes. I promise you that. Which is why we don't compete with any church. We're encouraging every church to be filled. We want that. Proverbs 12, verses 18 to 19. Some people make cutting remarks. But the words of the wise bring healing. I'm going to read that again because that was way better than y'all amen me. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Amen. Verse 19, truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. How many of you love that? And that's what I was trying to prophesy over y'all about. I believe there were word curses that were spoken over you that I break off in Jesus' name. And I say, that's done and water under the bridge. I feel like the Lord is saying, just look forward. In fact, I feel like the Lord is saying that to every person here. There's one common thread about everybody who's attracted to this church. And Liz and I have walked through some crazy stuff, crazy allegations and accusations. But how many of you know that the Lord vindicates? And he, he will bring the justice. You don't need to be infatuated with justice. God takes care of it for you. Let it go. Look at your neighbor and say, let it go. 
Look at the person who was your second choice and say, no, really, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. For the love of God, let it go. You got too much to do to be worried about it. You got, I mean, the Lord spoke to me about this. And, and, and listen, there's something powerful about this for every person in here. You need to let the past be the past and close the door. On all the word curses that were spoken, maybe you need to repent for the word curses that you spoke and understand God can still utilize you. He can still work through you. It's not over just because you messed up. But how do we learn? We mess up and we learn and we move forward. You know what's great is when we start praying for the very people that spoke over us word curses and they repent and get right and maybe they didn't even repent to you but God's using them he's working through them because you're interceding on their behalf that's pretty cool by the way it bitterness defiles everything so it's time to forgive it's time to forgive proverbs 15 verse 23 and i'm going to end right here a man has joy by the answer of his mouth. A man has joy. By the way, that's woman too. This is gender neutral. A man or a woman has joy by the answers of their mouths. And a spoken word in due season, how good it is. I want to be a due season mouthpiece. That's what I want to be, a due season mouthpiece. Right in the right place at the right time. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And I know the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to ask him to help me. That I would have a due season word every single day. It's like manna from heaven. There's, he's never done giving you good words, prophetic words, seeing insight and things that people need. So here's what I want us to do this morning. With every eye open and every head not bowed, Father, we ask you to reveal to us where our speech has been off and we repent this morning. Just say it out loud. Say, I repent. Every word that I've spoken, Father, I repent. Every curse word. By the way, we're supposed to curse and, and bless. You can't get that messed up, though. When, it, when, you, when you curse, it's not a four-letter word. We're supposed to bind and loose. That's talking about. <laughs> I had a new Christian one time. I said, you just need to curse the devil. And, and literally, he cursed the devil, like used a, a four-letter word. <laughs> but yeah, how many of you know I love that about new Christians? I love that about baby Christians where they don't know. And it's like, we've got to have grace. We've got to have grace. I love that. I'm praying for a whole church full of that. I can't stand religious, overly church people who've got all these preconceived about it. I want the baby Christians that are like, God, you just do whatever you want. Just work through me. Just forgive me. Just cleanse me. Just wash me. But Lord, we repent for the words of our mouth where we've sown discord, strife, where we've complained, where we've created an atmosphere over our household that's not good where we've cursed our kids and spoken word curses instead of blessing them. Lord, we repent for that. And we just say this, we're making a turn today. We're doing a 180, total shift. And Lord, we thank you for your authority through our mouth in Jesus' name. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a new day. 
It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. Father, we just praise you and we thank you for your goodness. Lord, we thank you that you're increasing authority this morning in each of us as we, as we cleanse our speech. Lord, take the call and cleanse our lips. We thank you for that. Every person that's watching online, every person that's listening on the podcast, Father, we thank you that it's a new day and we ask you to speak through us. In the mighty name of Jesus, if you believe that, would you shout amen. Guys, you're dismissed. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.